pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast, episode 132. Dear goodness, how long have we been doing this? I'll carry on. <laughs> yes, we are the show for the bagpiping folk, and each and every week we talk about that instrument that we love. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Covering everything from the Celtic music scene, folk music, and of course our bread and butter competitive piping and drumming. Yeah, it's what we know and love and what we talk about every week. And, ooh, last week's podcast was, uh, mm, didn't go down too well with a lot of people out there. We got a lot of very angry emails from you guys. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, a lot of you people actually fiercely disagreeing with a lot with what we were saying on last week's podcast when we talked on the topic of copyright. Mmm, I seem to shake a lot of trees with that one. So, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, you can go have a listen and, uh, yeah, draw your own conclusions and your feelings and thoughts on the whole area of um, copyright. It's mm, it's a minefield. But you can go check it out. And, yeah, if you are so inclined, you can mail us in. Show at gmail. com. If anything, what a tick from a lot of the angry emails. Uh, just to give you a bit of a precursor. A lot of people actually saying that they fell foul of the YouTube algorithm, and a lot of uh, YouTube accounts out there have actually been striked uh, with copyright claims, and just yeah, kind of identified with what we were talking about. And uh, but again, we're saying that the you know the amount of revenue that's being claimed by these copyright strikes is just minimal, so it's not really any great concern. So why I put it across as being a matter of concern, a lot of people took issue with that. So. To summarize, but I dare say we will be looking at the topic of copyright again. So, I yeah, this will be one that will probably be a copyright part two coming your way. So you can email us bigrabshow at gmail dot com. Let us know your opinions on last week's podcast because there was quite a bit of fallout from that. Uh, also, we got quite a lot of questions about Big Rab Show Live. We'll talk about that later in the podcast. Big Rab Show Live. Yep, so G1 Reads presents Big Rab Show Live at Pipe and Live, and we'll, we'll answer all your questions, hopefully, about that. So, that's coming up later in the pod. Uh, but for now, let's get into things, shall we? We always kick off each and every podcast with listener mail. Like I said, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, this week's been kind of quiet. I'm not going to joke. Um, apart from all the complaining emails with people saying that I got it wrong on copyright and a lot of people disagreeing with me and things, uh, which is great. I love to see it. So, yeah, we actually didn't get any voicemails at all. So, mm, for shame, guys. The voicemail game has been really lackluster this last while. So, 
Come on, we're getting into the thick of the season right now. We're going to get into silly season, rolling up to the world. So get involved. Get your emails into us. Let us know your opinions of what's going on in the piping world right now, and especially your voicemails. Record a little clip on your mobile device or whatever you're listening to us on right now. It's bound to have a record function. And all you have to do is email that clip to us, and we'll bring it here to the show. Now, one such person has emailed us saying, Hi, Rob. I love what you did with the coverage of the All-Irelands. The Grade 1 circle is always a highlight, but as a listener from overseas, it was awesome and an eye-opener to hear bands from other grades, especially after just attending a local contest last week. Interesting. He says, I typically listen to podcasts in the car on 2x speed, and your coverage made me happily listen at regular speed. (laughs) Well, thank you. He says, otherwise everyone would have sounded like the Gurkhas. Uh, <laughs> would have done, yeah. Thanks again and keep up the great work, Ian. Ian, no problem, mate. Thank you very much for emailing in. And if anything, we're still getting a lot of compliments about that episode with covering the lower grades. So, I don't know, possibly running forward with future Rab Show podcasts, we, maybe, we will maybe feature more uh, performances from lower grades here on the podcast. So, don't know about Fuse FM and all that sort of stuff and what we can play on there. We do try and cover everything over on Fuse, uh, but... Hey, we'll do what we can here on the podcast. Speaking of Fuse FM Balamoney, that brings us into some kind of piping news. You guys have been furious on the text messages over there on Fuse FM Balamoney, and it has been epic. I have to say thank you to everyone who's been texting in to our live show on Fuse FM. It's just been the best crack. And if anything, I wanted to talk about it here on the podcast because... A lot of people have been complaining because uh, text messages get sent into the radio show and we don't read them out. And um, I have to hold my hand up. Sometimes the sheer volume of text messages that we are getting to the show now can be ridiculous to the point where we can't really read every single one. Otherwise, we're just going to be a show that just reads text messages. Do you understand? So we're never going to actually talk about anything in the piping world. We have to we'll give a shout-out to our Johnny, and, and here's some field marshal for him. Uh, here's a, a shout-out to our Lisa, and here's some Bucksburn. Uh, you, you know what I mean? It would be a constant kind of a dedication kind of show. Of, you know, here's a, here's a, a tune, you know, Highland Cathedral for whoever. Uh, it would be one of those kind of radio shows. And we do try and reflect the bagpiping world and what's happening and try to squeeze it into two hours worth of live radio every week. And it is a bit of a struggle. So we do try to pay attention to text messages coming in and say hi to everyone. But we also have to try and put across the news stories and play some tunes in the meantime as well. So it can be a very fine balancing act. So, yes, by way of apology to everyone who's texting, uh, possibly complaining, saying, I text you every week, but you never say hello. Well, sometimes, just sometimes, we can never get through them all because yeah, the volume of them can be relentless. Especially whenever we get a guest in. Whenever we get guests in the studio, sometimes text messages can come in thick and fast and you really can't get through them fast enough. So, yeah, sorry, guys. We are in the thick of the season at the moment, so I'm sure you can imagine a lot of the text messages could be bouncing in and a lot of them can get missed. So apologies to you guys. Anyway. One way to not have a message be missed is to email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Shameless plug there for the email. But yeah, we do try to bring every single email here to the podcast. And if it is all on the same topic or saying a similar sort of thing, it will make a future topic of the week, which would be all the complaints we received this week about copyright. That will be copyright part two. We will be working on that one. And speaking of podcasts that we're working on... 
Yes, next week we're doing a bit of a special podcast. That's all I'm going to say for now, but next week, I'm sure you can guess what it's going to be. It's going to be a pretty special podcast, let's just say that. <clears throat> it's going to be a good one. Now, so, yeah, think of the time of year that we're in, where we are right now in the season, and what podcasts have we done before around this time of year. Yeah, I'll leave it there at that, but next week's, trust me, tell your mates, going to want to download next week's. If anything, over this next four to five weeks here in the Big Rab Show, we have such a big action plan in front of us for everything that's going on in the podcast. We've got a big body of work ahead of us. It's going to be very, very busy. Those of you, however, who have clicked support on Patreon, you guys already know what's in front of us. We've spoke all about it on this latest episode of Big Rab Show Plus, which is up there now on Patreon. Exclusive to Patreon subscribers, uh, you guys get your hands on tons of extra backstage type stuff, loads of extra video content, recordings of bands and blah, blah, blah. Tons of stuff up there on our Patreon page that you guys can enjoy just for clicking support. So, yeah, every click of support, I keep saying it really does mean the world to us as we're in the thick of the season right now. So... <laughs> It really means the world. Uh, so we get to give you guys tons of extra content, plus we get your support in return so we can continue producing all of this piping content for you. So head along. If you would like to help support the show, you can. Go along to Patreon, click support, and hey, you can be part of the Patreon faithful, I think we're going to be calling you now. Um, yeah, people keep suggesting that. So yeah, Patreon faithful, there you go. It does make us sound like a bit of a religion or something. Weird. Uh, but, yeah, let's fly on. Let's get into the piping news, shall we? Each and every week, we kick off the show with some piping news. And, uh, again, last week, we mentioned our two promotions that we have currently ongoing for online tuition services. For One for drummers with Rhythm Monster. Of course, we have our promotion code, Big Rab Monster, and you can get 10% off at the checkout whenever you sign up for a monthly or an annual subscription. Now, the guys at Rhythm Monster are going to be producing some incredible stuff for 2019 and 2020, and trust me, now is the time to get a subscription. I'm going to leave that there, but I have some insider information from the guys at Rhythm Monster, and I'm already a member there, of course, because I'm a drummer, duh. So I'm a member of Rhythm Monster. Some of the content they have on there already is incredible stuff, and I've been busy tinkling away in the background and just having the best crack. I've been enjoying kind of getting back playing again, getting my old rusty hands moving, and there's a lot of stuff up on there to try and get, you know, playing back up to scratch again. There's a lot of great stuff on Rhythm Monster. So... Yes, I got some insider information. <laughs> this is now the time that you're going to want to get a subscription to Rhythm Monster. Uh, trust me, a lot of very exciting things on there for drummers. Now, it's not just snare drummers. It's for tenor drummers and bass drummers as well. A lot of really cool stuff up there. Uh, so, yeah, if you're going to head along and get yourself a subscription, then use our promo code and get some money off. Big Rab Monster and get 10% off whenever you're signing up. So there you go. Save some dough just by listening to the pod. Now, also, don't forget our promotion that we're currently running with the Pipers Dojo. Now, these guys are the giants whenever it comes to online tuition. I can't sing their praises enough. Uh, their back catalogue of lessons and just... Come on, it's ridiculous. We have a special promotion with Piper's Dojo. If you head along to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo, we are offering you 30 days worth of Dojo Premium for just $1. 
$1 so you can take the premium membership for a test drive, see what you think of it. You get access to all of the uh, the Facebook groups and the live lessons. I think it's daily and possibly even weekly live lessons with some of the biggest names in the piping game. Uh, you know, one-to-one tuition even with some of the big guns. And the, the Piper's Dojo is where it's at for online tuition at the moment. I can't sing their praises enough. If you're a Piper at all, or even if you just want to be a Piper, then Piper's Dojo is where you need to go. So go along, bigrapshow.com forward slash dojo, and you can take advantage of our offer. Now, the reason I'm mentioning these two online tuition services is because these offers are due to expire soon. Yes, unless they're extended, but (laughs) for now they do have an expiration date, so go now, take the advantage of the savings when you can. So you get a premium uh, 30-day test drive for just $1 on Piper's Dojo, so that's worth it. We also have a 10% discount code from the guys at Rhythm Monster, so well worth using Big Rab Monster at the checkout. Let's get into the real thick of the piping news. I just wanted to tell you about those two promotions, which will be closing their doors shortly. Go now, take advantage of them when they're there. All right. Now, I did get an email question uh, that I forgot to get into listener mail here, actually. This one's come in from Paula and saying, Hey, Rob, what's this? I hear that you have a show on BBC Radio Ulster. Uh, What's it called and where can I listen to it? Is it all about piping and drumming? Thank you, Paula. Well, to answer your question, uh, no, it's not all about piping and drumming. It's called Kintra, K-I-N. T-R-A is how you spell it. So all you have to do is go along to the BBC Radio Ulster website and type in Kintra in the search engine and you'll find it. Or even if you put it into a search engine at all, uh, BBC Kintra, K-I-N-T-R-A is how you spell it. And ding, up, it should pop and you should be able to listen to all sorts of back episodes from it up there. It's all available on what they call BBC iPlayer or the Sounds app as they use now. Um, so I do try and inject a lot of pipe and action into that show, not going to lie. Uh, but it is essentially an Ulster Scots culture, music and language and history kind of magazine show. So we could be jetting off around all over the different places, all over Northern Ireland, and just talking all about Ulster Scots culture and language and all of that sort of stuff. It's a very interesting show. I'm real, real proud of it. I'm still dead excited to walk into the BBC studio every week and to get it recorded each week. It's just the best show. I'm having the best time working on it. And uh, yeah, for you guys interested and would like to listen to Kintra, you can go along. It's, it is interesting. You know, it's not all pipe and action, however, but you do get a flavour for some of the Ulster Scots culture here in Northern Ireland. Now, yeah, go along. Check it out. Have a listen there, Paula. Thank you for your email. Okay, all right, enough. Let's get into the news, shall we? The Glenfiddich Championships 2019 have opened their doors for ticket sales. Yes, this was kind of announced there last week. Ooh, baby, all sorts of excited for this. Yep, Saturday, October the 26th, in Blair Castle, of course, in Blair Athol, the Glenfiddich 2019. Now, as far as I know, the lineup for the Glenfiddich Championship, I don't know if it has been announced yet. I think it has, actually. I think I may have read this somewhere before, or maybe not. I'm not entirely sure, but to be honest, tickets for this right now are available. Adult tickets for this are 16 quid 50, and uh, concession tickets are 13 pounds 20, which is still a bit steep on the steep side, but trust me, this event will be definitely one to get to for bagpiping fans. It's just going to be awesome. Now, one thing they're also offering this year is you get to see the competition, plus you can get tickets for the Cayley as well. So you get competition and Cayley tickets for 77 quid per person, which is quite steep. But when you consider what's going to happen at the Cayley, 
Whoo! That's the one to get to. So, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm absolutely stuck on that date on the 26th. I will probably be sat at home watching it on the big screen like everyone else in the living room. Uh, but, yeah. Glymphatic Championships. Go along to, I think it's the Pipe and Center, uh, uk, or possibly are selling tickets for it at the moment. So, go along. Grab your tickets for the Glymphatic right now when you can because as far as i'm aware this event does sell out very quickly uh, so the tickets have been available for best part of a week and i dare say they're going to go pretty sharpish if anything they've placed a limit on them 10 tickets per person so i do know a lot of people who block book and run like minibus tours to it and different things like that so there is a very clear danger that these tickets could leap off the shelves go and get your glymphatic championships tickets now when you can Okay, let's give a shout out to the British Drum Company. Yeah, the British Drum Company have me all sorts of excited. Uh, I have been kind of, yeah, on the edge of my seat since they put this up on social media on the 23rd of July. They have a photograph of a planet, which looks like planet Earth, it's kind of blue, and then just two words, something's coming. Dun, dun, dun. So, the world of speculation starts. Well, of course, everyone who knows the British Drum Company, we all know that they supply drums to the Royal Marines. Whoops, had to be hitting the bell. The Royal Marines, and we all know that their marching snares are just amazing. Uh, the, yeah, top class work from the British Drum Company is just outstanding. And of course, their drum kits at the minute, they're just killing it on the drum kit game. Some real interesting finishes, and if anything, they're all hand-finished as well. Their drum kits are gorgeous. But, yes, whenever they put this up saying something's coming, I think everyone in the bagpiping world just went, yes! And I know I was one of them. Because this possibly means we are going to see the release of that snare drum or their pipe band line we have yet to see this now we know for the best part of well a year and a bit now the british drum company have been signing up the best in the bagpiping drumming game including david shedden uh gareth mcleese from field marshall we also have is it rachel i think rachel tom as well and uh of course the legend that is mr jim kilpatrick now these guys have been working with the british drum company behind the scenes to design the brand new pipe band lineup now they've made no secret about it they did say you know hey we're working with the british drum company on producing a brand new drum uh, we can't tell you anything about it but it's coming and here we have it the British Drum Company put an announcement out to say that something is coming soon. And oh, baby, am I excited. Now, why am I so excited about this? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> For the longest time, the pipe band world has been dominated uh, by predominantly three brands of drum, let's say. Yeah, we've had our Premier, we've had our Pearl and our Andante. There were the big three in the pipe band snare game. So whenever a new one gets introduced, a lot of people are curious just to see just what are they doing. Yeah, do you remember in the podcast I done from the All-Irelands when I talked to a bit of an independent uh, independent manufacturer of drums? It's very interesting talking to them. Uh, so, yeah, to see the British drum company, such a big percussion company, venture into the world of pipe bands, and they have such pedigree behind them as Jim... Jim Flippin' Kilpatrick, 
yeah, this is going to be something to make us all stand up and look and see what are they doing. Now, if anything, what's going to be incredibly interesting is the design of the drum. Of course, the sound and the tone of the thing. But then, who's going to play it is the next question. Which band will snap up the first set of British Drum Company drums and carry it into an arena? That will be the biggest question, I think, out of all of this. But I'm dead excited to see what the British Drum Company are going to bring. I cannot wait to see this new drum. Uh, I don't know. As a big yeah geek when it comes to drumming gear and everything, I'm sure every pipe band drummer out there is dead keen to see what this drum is and what it sounds like, what it looks like, what we can do with it. Very exciting. I can't wait to see this. So, yes, as soon as we even get a sniff of what this drum is, we will let you guys know, rest assured. Okay. Ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we issued a bit of a challenge. I think we spoke about this uh, not too long ago, but when we, it was actually last week when we were talking about our own tune that was composed by Eric Evanhouse. Uh, he composed our hornpipe uh, for ourselves here at the Big Rab Show entitled the big rab show now to date we have yet to hear this played on highland pipes i've received the odd little snapchat and stuff from honey bourbon down under shout out to you uh but yeah he sent me the odd little clip and stuff where he was learning the hornpipe and having a little go at it but that was really it to date we have yet to hear anyone play the big rab show hornpipe on a set of highland pipes and we have put the challenge out there has anyone had a go at our hornpipe yet? We've had a, a few people actually send it in to us playing it on electronic chanter. I think even Eric himself has sent us in a recording of it being played electronically. But we want to hear it on proper Highland pipes if possible. We've had a few chanter recordings, a few, you know, dagger pipes and the, you know, the electronic boys you plug into an amplifier. But we want the real McCoy. We want to have this on a set of Highland pipes. If anything, it would be absolutely killer if we heard a band playing this. Whoa, wouldn't that be awesome to have a band playing the Big Rab Show Hornpipe? I, I, I think I would just retire right then, you know, hang up the headphones. That's it. Podcast done now. I can retire. <laughs> to hear the Big Rab Show podcast played on a set of Highland Pipes would just make our year. Plus, if a band was to take it up, man, that would just be epic. I Oh, incredible stuff. You can go along, check out The Big Rab Show on Facebook and Twitter and all that sort of stuff. We've shared the tune out countless amounts of times now. I'm sure you guys are sick of looking at the sheet music. Uh, but yeah, if you can find the sheet music, feel free, take the tune, go and learn it and send your recordings into us. We would love to hear it. And who knows, your recording of The Big Rab Show Hornpipe could be our brand new theme music here. Yeah, because as you guys know, with each and every World Championship rolls round, we do change our theme music. Hmm. So, yeah, who knows, The Big Rab Show Hornpipe could be our brand new theme here on The Big Rab Show for the next year or so, or God knows how long. So, yeah, get cracking, guys, get learning at that hornpipe, and who knows, your recording could be featured here on the podcast each and every week. There you go. All right, the Levi Invitational Freestyle Solo Drumming Event has been announced. This rolls around every year and they raise some incredible amount of money for charity. And this year they're raising money for a charity called Enable. Fantastic stuff. Now, this is going to be held on the 9th of November. It's going to be in Dean's Bowling Club in Livingston in West Lothian, Scotland. So tickets are a tenner each and can be got from Jim Baxter. Uh, his email address is jjbxt 
at AOL.com or you can get him on Facebook as well. Everyone knows Jim Baxter quite well. He's a quite prolific judge, uh, well known throughout the bagpiping world. So Jim runs this event, the Levi Invitational, freestyle solo drumming, and the place is always bung to the straps. And these guys raise an incredible amount for charity. So if you want, you can go and help support them, donate to charity, and enjoy some of the best freestyle solo drumming that you can possibly find. So... Yeah, there you go. 9th of November. Go and grab tickets for it now uh, because, again, tickets for this will very, very quickly disappear. There you go. All right. Shout out to our friends at Piping Live. They've been doing something quite interesting this week on the run up to the Piping Live Festival. Yeah, they were doing something that they called the Piping Jukebox. Now, this was all sorts of awesome. Shout out to Danny Hutchison, of course. He's a piper with shots, but also with drums and roses. Hey, Danny. Uh, yeah, Danny stood in Buchanan Street inside this big like jukebox kind of shaped dealio where people kind of walked up, pressed a button on the jukebox, and then told him what to play. Now, on each button was... Uh, the first button, I think, was folk music. The second button was uh, traditional music. The third button was uh, popular music. Uh, there was a whole different button it, buttons. Every single one was a different genre of music. There was jazz, there was rock and pop and country. There was everything in there. So people could just walk up to this jukebox with Danny standing in it and uh, just press a button and say, uh, I want you to play uh, Do Wah Diddy. And Danny did. Yeah, fired up the pipes and do bad diddy diddy dum diddy do. And it was just fascinating. Some of the videos that have been posted online from Danny Stanton in this jukebox has just been the best crack. Uh, there's been ones of him playing tracks by Madonna, Coldplay, um, I think Wham was even in there as well. You know, Wham from the 80s. Somebody challenged them to play an 80s song and they started playing Wham. Wake me up before you go, go. Very, very fun. Uh, so, shout out to the guys of Pipe and Live. This was a lot of fun. Incredible idea for promotion for the festival, but also also for Danny. Hats off to you, mate. You have a real back catalogue of tunes in there, buddy, that you can just whip out and say, here you go. Yeah, you want to hear a traditional tune? Here you go. Here's a Strasbay. Uh, oh, here's Highland Wedding. Here you go. You want to hear a bit of folk music? Okay. Here's a track by Braybrack, one from Rora. Um, okay, you want to hear a pop tune? Okay, what about Eye of the Tiger? <laughs> class really really good stuff go along to the pipe and live uh, social media where they do have videos up there of danny uh, in the pipe and jukebox a lot of fun a really great idea and if anything danny's just a man for the job clearly because he has a huge huge library of tunes in that brain of hers his it's incredible stuff danny i'm gonna have to catch up with you mate at this year's pipe and live and just quiz you to see if there's any tunes that you don't know <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So shout out to the Piping Jukebox in Buchanan Street this past week. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, Piping Life. That was good. All right. Shout out to Bucksburn and District Pipe Band, who put out a bit of an announcement there recently saying that they are looking for a new lead tipper. Now, I'm going to read their press release because I don't want to go off script and mess this up because I know there'll be stuff that Rab got wrong. Okay, Bucksburn and District Pipe Band are looking for a new lead drummer that is required to tick over the ranks of Bucksburn and District Pipe Band and tick on the position after David Richardson steps down at the end of the competing season due to travel issues. The end of 2019 season will see new management take place at Bucksburn uh, with the future pipe major Jamie Tope that we just spoke about last week who will be uh, taking in Callum Lamont as pipe sergeant. 
is seeking someone to become part of a strong team and help the band fulfill its potential starting in the 2020 season. Applicants need not necessarily have experience in leading a drum corps, but should have the desire and passion to progress with the core. Now that is kind of key in there. So they're not looking someone with experience, but they're looking someone who has the personal drive. Uh, so David has taken the band's drum corps from strength to strength, winning championships and picking up numerous prizes. And we would like to thank David for the last three years and wish him all the best for his next band adventure. Now it's time for someone to step in and build on this and continue our route to further success. If you think it's you, then please apply and they give an email address. Boxy Pipe Band, that's B-O-X-Y-P-B at gmail.com. Applications are in the strictest confidence and this could be you. The band are also in recruitment mode looking for additional drummers as well. Uh, so to strengthen the core, and again, applications can apply to the above email address or through their social media. And again, all applications are treated with the strictest confidence because right now, where we are in the season, if people start looking for bands for the next season, it could be quite sensitive. Hmm. Another such band that is recruiting at the moment is Royal Borough of Sterling Pipe Band. So shout out to you guys. Uh, we are currently recruiting for Pipers in our Grade 4A band for 2019 and beyond. Building towards making progress into Grade 3B, we'd like to invite any interesting, interested, not interesting, interested parties to get in touch through the band's Facebook page. All inquiries will be treated in the strictest confidence. So there you go. If you do fancy picking up the pipes with the guys at Royal Borough of Sterling, uh, there's your great opportunity. So again, they put that precursor in there about applications being treated with the strict confidence. Now, that's one thing we're possibly going to talk on a future topic of the week is transfer season as we call it we affectionately call it transfer season because it's when everyone chops and changes bands and cannot be done correctly can it be done <clears throat> incorrectly now in this case here are two bands that are recruiting and it's before the world's you know, now clearly they're recruiting for next season. That's what they've said here on their recruitment notices. It is for next year. Um, but, you know, it's a tangled web we weave, I suppose. You know, things like this could be used as a stick to bait someone with. So, all oh, right, okay, so you want to go and play with those guys, but you're here with us for the next three weeks. Well, tell you what, clear off now and save yourself the trouble. You know, it'll start a lot of arguments. So you can understand why they're being treated in strict confidence. So there you go. Hmm. So good luck to Bucksburn and to Royal Burr of Sterling. I wish you as well in your recruitment drive, guys. It's not easy, recruitment, recruiting even, so best of luck. Okay, I have to give a shout out actually to the guys at the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Yeah! Who were in action at Flagstaff there this past weekend. Uh, yep, shout out to you guys. And yeah, these guys were spotted thanks to Ed Best who sent in a photograph to yourselves at the Big Rab Show. Uh, one of the guys at the Las Vegas Band were rocking a Big Rab Show tile on his belt. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome to see. I just love it whenever you see Big Rab Show merch out there in the wild. And especially to see it being used for what it was intended. So, yeah, shout out to the Las Vegas Pipe Band. And whoever that was that was wearing the Big Rab Show towel, thank you. It's just awesome to see you guys are making use of your merch out there. And, uh, yeah, that's just brilliant. Also, shout out to Neil Flint as well, who was rocking a Rab Show hoodie when he was out on his holidays around Connemana. So, yeah, Neil Flint. 
Thanks, buddy. And if anything, if you guys out there have purchased any Big Rab Show merch, and you are wearing it out and about, whether at a competition or even just out with the, the kids for a day or something, send us in a photo and say, hey, I'm rocking the Rab Show hood or I'm you know, wearing your shirt or whatever. We just love seeing it. The people are enjoying the merchandise and stuff. It's just great to see people wearing Rab Show shirts going out and about. So it's just brilliant. Send us in your Rab Show selfies and we'd love to see us wearing the Rab Show merch. If you haven't got any yet, by the way, uh, yeah, shameless plug, I know, but you need to get orders in now because the orders are kind of getting a bit crazy at the moment. So go along, bigrabshow.com, head to the shop icon, and you can go and grab yourself some Rab Show merch now before the rush. And I have to say, this is possibly, well, I would say the end of next week would be the last time we could accept orders ahead of the World Championships to guarantee delivery. Uh, so, because once we get into silly season and World's Week and everything, we'll not be able to dispatch anything until after the world. So, yeah, I'm just putting that out there now. We're going to have to shut up the merch shop all the way through World's Week until after. And then we can catch up on our orders. Uh, so, yeah, head along. BigRabShow.com. Go along to the shop icon. And if you do want to get yourself a Rab Show shirt or hoodie or even one of our towels, which seems to be extremely popular with everyone out there, uh, then head along. BigRabShow.com. Grab your merch now when you can to guarantee delivery, hopefully, before the big one. Yeah, which is fast approaching, actually. So there you go. Okay, I have to give a, another particular shout out to Hawthorne Pipe Band. It seems I'm talking about these guys a lot recently. Hawthorne Pipe Band were in action at the Melbourne Tartan Festival. And they've actually uploaded a couple of videos of their performances at the concert. And uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> Every time I listen to Hawthorne, I just kind of get, whoa, you know that goosebumpy feeling? Real, real good stuff coming from the guys at Hawthorne. I can't wait to see them over here at the Big Inn at the Worlds. Very excited to see them. I think I may have said that once or twice already. Uh, but if you are interested, go along and find them on social media. The Melbourne Tartan Festival. And some of the recordings from the guys at Hawthorne there. I think they have a drum salute up there with dancers and things. And then they have the full band performance as well. A lot of real interesting stuff coming from Hawthorne. So shout out to you guys. You must have had the best time, I'm sure. So, yeah, awesome to see the guys at Hawthorne on stage. Incredible stuff. Okay, a little bit of a news story here that broke locally here in Northern Ireland. Now, you guys may know this name, James Warnock. Yeah, you may know that name. Uh, we, Well, of course, everyone here in Northern Ireland knows him as Jim. Jim Warnock celebrated his 100th birthday. So, happy birthday, Jim. Now, of course, Jim, why is he famous? Well, he is the man who's been recognised as having revolutionised pipe band chanter reeds with a new ridge cut design in the 1960s. Now, I've only ever known this ridge cut design. I don't, I'm not entirely sure what they used before that, so I'm going to have to research that. Uh, but, yeah, he revolutionised the world of chanter reeds. And, yeah, he just celebrated his 100th birthday there on July the 18th in his hometown of Cookstown in Northern Ireland. It's the Warnock's father who encouraged him, or it was Warnock's father who encouraged him in the 1960s to try reed making as potentially more lucrative than the family's dairy farming business. So this was in the 60s. They were taking care of cows and everything. And they said, eh, why don't we take our hand and try and making reeds? The reeds, they caught on. 
and the business became a roaring success. And versions of the original Warnock Ridge Cut Reed are now on sale and offered by many reed makers worldwide. The business was boosted by Bill Burnett of Burnett's Highland Regalia of Ontario, who needed Chandler Reeds to satisfy demand from the going, growing Canadian pipe band market at the time. So, and it was fed from a Northern Ireland company with a steady stream of orders. And yeah, the business went from strength to strength. Now, the Warner Company themselves was taken over by David Chesney in 2004. After further, after that, it was further developed. Uh, and then, of course, developed under the brand, the brand name Chesney Reads. So as we now know, Chesney Reads, and they have taken that original kind of Warnock design. And there we go. So the Warnocks themselves were actually one of an innovator as well as developing the first polypanko practice chander. Yeah, and practice chander and full chander as well. So I think they were, the Warnocks were the first ones to do that as well. So these guys were clearly revolutionary in the bagpiping world. So just incredible. You know, I could sit here and read the whole life story of uh, Jim, Jim Warnock and uh, just sing his praises. The guy is an absolute legend. So, yeah, happy birthday, Jim Warnock, and uh, I have to give a shout out as well to Tully Lagan Pipe Band, who helped him celebrate his birthday. Uh, for those those of you who know, um, obviously Jim Warnock has a big connection with Tully Lagan Pipe Band, and the guys at Tully Lagan actually appeared down to Jim's house and put on a performance for him, played out in the front garden, um, and just yeah, you've seen the smile on his face was a mile wide. It was brilliant to see. So yeah, shout out to you guys at uh, Tully Lagan. I think he also had a bit of a function and a bit of a dinner for him as well. Uh, so a lot of celebrations, celebrating a legend's 100th anniversary, 100th birthday. Now, also a shout-out, a personal shout-out then to good friend of the show and part of the Rab Show team, Mr. Andrew Shilladay, who composed a couple of tunes. The first one's called Pipe Major Jim Warnock, which is a cracking tune, by the way. Real good 6-8, well worth a listening to. And the next one is called Jimmy's 100. So... Two cracking tunes composed by Andrew Shilladay, and he has released both of them for anyone out there to go and have a go at. So, well worth a listen, and the sheet music's there, so you can go have a bash at it. Now, speaking of Andrew Shilladay, it's almost as if I planned that, eh? Professional radio DJ. Yeah, Andrew Shilladay is the next act that we have announced this week that will be appearing at G1 Reads Presents Big Rab Show Podcast Live. Yes, Andrew Shilladay will be on stage. Now, you guys already know Andrew's story. It's simply incredible. Uh, I, I don't really want to repeat myself. You guys know Andrew Shilladay quite well. He's extremely famous in the bagpiping world. Um, so, yeah, Andrew will be on stage, and I cannot wait to see him. I, oh, man, it's just going to be epic. Yeah. Now, as well as having Andrew on stage, we also have the Bradley Parker Trio. Yeah, I'm going to sing Bradley's praises as well. Good mate of the show. He's been on our Fuse FM show quite a few times, actually. Playing tunes, answering questions about FM and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, Bradley Parker Trio, definitely going to be worth heading down to listen. Plus, we have Anna Smart as well, who's a real up-and-coming solo bagpiper of note. Uh, She's doing incredible things in the solo scene at the minute, so well worth checking out Anna. Plus, we also have the Facebook sensation, the Turbo Harmony Bays. Thanks to Scott Wallace, of course, from Field Marshal and his mates all up there. If you've seen any of their Facebook videos from the Turbo Harmony Bays, then you're going to know what you're in for. Yes, 
G1 Reach presents Big Rab Show Podcast Live will be happening on the 12th of August at Piping Live at the Street Cafe, which is right outside the National Piping Centre. And a lot of people ask, where's the Street Cafe? Yeah, there it is, outside the Piping Centre. You'll, you can't miss it. And uh, yeah, just look for us on the Monday afternoon because, yeah, kickoff is at 2pm Monday afternoon. And we will be bringing you some of the best piping action we can possibly bring you. And it will be all entirely free. People have been asking, where can you get tickets for this? Tickets, tickets, tickets. Nah, you're not getting tickets because it's free. Just come on down and enjoy some of the best piping action. Now, people have also asked, oh, mate, I'm not getting to piping live this year. And I'm going to miss it. Well, don't worry. People have been asking, will there be live streams? Yes, of course. It's the Big Rab Show podcast. It's our show. So, yeah, we're going to live stream the entire thing. I can't wait. It's going to be the best crack. So, yeah, we're going to live stream it for you people who can't make it to Pipe and Live uh, to get to Rab Show Live. So we will be live streaming it. For those living internationally, I would love to see us what we're going to be doing at Pipe and Live. Then head along to the Rab Show Facebook page and we'll be live streaming all that on there. So all sorts of excited for this. Uh, It's been an absolute experience organizing this. I'll tell you that for nothing. But it's also been... It's one of those pinch yourself kind of moments when you keep saying it to yourself. We're going to pipe and live. We're we're going to pipe and live like the biggest piping festival ever, and we're going to be there. We're going to be in it. We're we're in it on stage. Oh my god, I can't wait for it. It's just going to be the best crack. So there you go. Hopefully that answered all your questions around ticketing and everything, and where is it, and all of that, and the time and everything all up there also for you podcast listeners of course the whole thing will be recorded live as an episode of the podcast and we will bring that to you here of course that'll be awesome now again i have a give a shout for our patreon subscribers if you do want to head along and support the show go and click support now because we will be bringing you tons of backstagey type stuff from rab show live that will not see the light of day on the podcast will not see its way onto social media anywhere at all the only place for it will be on patreon so if you want to check out what's happening with rab show live then head along to our patreon page and click support and you'll get access to all of that stuff it's coming Okay, another such event that ourselves at the Big Rab Show will be going to is we've been kindly invited to go to Drumming for Drinks. Yeah, Wednesday 14th of August at Todd's Bar in Glasgow. We mentioned this last week. Tickets are 20 quid and are flying out the door. We've been told by the organisers that they're finding it tough at the minute to try and keep up with demand and they were very, very quickly run out. I think the venue will soon be at capacity. So... Please head along to innovationpromotions.com, I think is the website. You need to get tickets for Drumming for Drinks. Can't stress it enough. You've been warned. This is possibly one of the biggest events at Pipe and Live Festival. You need to get tickets. Trust me, this event's going to be off the chain. We're going to be talking more about Drumming for Drinks as we get closer to it. But uh, yeah, the Rab Show will be there, of course, with bells on. And we will be live streaming all the action from Drumming for Drinks. So we'll be bringing you the performances, plus the prize givings, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so yeah, Drumming for Drinks this year is going to be off the chain. I can't wait for it. It's going to be all sorts of epic. <laughs> so there you go. I think that's pretty much it for piping news this week. It's been a busy week in the oil piping world, you know. So yeah, as you may have imagined, there's a little news story that kind of broke about a little competition that may be happening before the worlds called North Berwick. Mm, 
Yep, the draw for North Berwick has dropped. And, oh, baby, am I excited for North Berwick. (laughs) Woo! The 10th of August and North Berwick. This competition is just insane. Insane. Seems to be every band that's playing at the flipping Worlds is going to be playing in North Berwick. I don't know, it's incredible. Looking at Grade 2, you have 13 bands in there. Grade 1, uh, you have 8 bands in Grade 1, I think. And then you have a Grade 1 and 2 MSR competition, which makes up 20 bands in total. Uh, and you have bands in there from Australia, New Zealand, Canada, United States, Ireland. Come on, this is ridiculous. North Berwick is just a epic competition this year if you don't believe me i'm not going to sit here and just read through the draw for everyone you can go and check it out now it's up there on the rspba website some of the bands in here we have yet to hear this season like uh the band from malaysia sari does mesh i think i mentioned them last week they're going to be awesome plus the vienna pipes and drums in 4b we haven't heard them yet either uh there's other bands give a shout out to st thomas episcopal school we haven't heard them they're going to be there in the juvenile grade that's going to be exciting. Uh, also, we have Silver Thistle Pipes and Drums from the USA. I haven't heard from Silver or I can't talk. What's wrong with me? Silver Thistle, which is not easy today. Said. Yeah, I haven't heard from them. Uh, also, the Pipe Band Club from Straya will be there. Awesome. Oh, I'm dead excited to see them. Plus, we have St. Thomas alumni will be there from the United States. Awesomeness in Grade 2. Plus, in, in Grade 2, we also have Midlothian Scottish from the US. So, that'll be interesting to watch them. Of course, LA Scots will be there as well. In Grade 2, uh, oh man, all sorts of excited to see all those bands. We also have Peel Police from Canada, who had some recent success there this past weekend. So, well done to Peel. Uh, so, going to be interested to see what Grade 2 brings from North Berwick. Also, rolling into Grade 1, St. Thomas alumni. Uh, I think we're playing up on that MSR event. We have shots. Canterbury from New Zealand will be there. Awesomeness. Uh, we have Glasgow Polis. Uh, Police Scotland Fife. The 78th Fraser Highlanders from from Canada. I haven't heard them yet. Uh, we have actually. We've seen a few runs of them online. But it would be great to see them in person. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Go and check out the full draw. I have sit and poured over that list for North Berwick enough. Go and check it out yourself. It's all up there. RSPBA website, North Berwick, is where it's at. It's shaping up to be a very exciting competition there. Anyway, dead excited for North Berwick. But for us here in Northern Ireland, actually, I think on the same date, we're heading to Moira. Moira, the competition, which is actually quite lively as well, with a lot of bands on this side of the Irish Sea having a final run out before the big game too. So, very exciting stuff. Okay, tell you what, do you know what? It's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out.
The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. The Big Rap Show on Fuse FM, Balmont. Tuesday nights, 7pm to 9. They are the show for the piping folk. Reflecting everything from the bagpiping world. Celtic music, folk music, solo piping and of course pipe bands. Bagpipes are your thing? Tune in to The Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, 7 till 9 on Fuse FM, Bala Money. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes indeed. Topic of the week time. Uh, that cup of tea was gorgeous, by the way. I love this. I love podcasting sometimes. You know, you settle down. You've maybe had a bit of a crazy day. And then you just, ah, you throw the microphone on, pour yourself a cup of tea. And then you're going to start talking about pipe bands. My favourite topic. Anyway. Yes. Dumbarton is this weekend, baby. Oh, the Scottish Championships are here. Possibly, I would argue, that a lot of people would possibly disagree with me, but I think this is what the most exciting competition of the season. This is the one that all the chips are put on the table kind of thing. I don't know if that's the right, you know, I don't know, saying or whatever. But this is where everyone lays it out and goes, here it is. This is where we are, right ahead of the big one. This is the last major championship, the four out of the five. <laughs> This is the last big one that we have before we hit the big in Glasgow. So our last chance to have a dig at each other before we hit the grass in Glasgow. So this is the best kind of rule of thumb that we have to kind of see the form of where everyone sits at the minute. So as we run through each grade now on this podcast right now, I have to give a big pinch of salt with all of this. We are coming off the back of a two-week break. Now I have to keep saying this. And I'll keep emphasizing this. We've had a two-week break here in the UK. And the reason why I'm emphasizing that is because I have it on good authority that a good number of bands out there have had some drastic changes in those two weeks. They have had the start of the season and have been receiving a lot of critic sheets from judges and such from throughout the piping season. And as a result, during these two weeks, they've decided to make some changes. And in some cases... Some quite drastic changes. Some bands out there, and I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to name drop and end up in trouble. But there are some bands out there who have actually changed reads and bags. And that's pretty normal that we do normally see that happen at this stage of the season. Where bands completely change reads and they you know, change from synthetic to you know, hide bags or whatever. That Things like this happen. You know, bands kind of think, okay, we've tried this, it isn't working, let's switch it to something else and see if that works. You know what I mean? So it's around this time of year we see stuff like this happening. But I've heard stories of bands completely changing their setup entirely. Not just changing out reads, but changing out their chanders as well. Like completely going from one complete set of one particular brand of chander and moving towards a different one. 
and trying a different chanter to hopefully gain a different sound. Now, in a lot of cases, this could work. And in a lot of cases, it might not work. I guess this is what makes it interesting. We're going to have to wait and see. These bands out there who have made these huge changes, will we see a change in result for them? Will this help them climb the ladder that bit quicker? Or will they still remain where they were around the start of the season? We don't know. We don't know. I do know some bands actually, uh, speaking from a drumming perspective, have been receiving critic sheets from judges all through the season and as a result have had a complete rewrite of their material. I've had this from two different drum corps and I'm not going to name them, but I have been told that entire tunes have been rewritten during the two-week break in the competitive season. A complete rewrite of drum scores obviously the critic sheets that they were getting from judges were telling them uh perhaps what you're playing here doesn't really fit or doesn't sound good or perhaps just don't enjoy it and we need to do something different and the lead tipper has made the decision okay lads and lassies we are changing this and we are rewriting the whole stinking thing so during the two-week break a lot of bands didn't really get a break They're actually furiously working hard, changing things. None more so than those bands who have rewritten stuff and ones who are setting new chanters. And guys, you know how to make things difficult for yourselves. (laughs) You just don't make life easy, do you? Take two weeks and enjoy it. You know, go out and enjoy the sunshine. Have an ice cream. Uh, Instead, no, these are in band halls and working furiously. And now here we are. We're heading to the grass of Dumbarton. But I guess we're going to see how it all shakes down. I want to say, before we get into breaking down each grade, I want to say good luck to you all. I do know over this past two weeks that everyone here in the UK have been working incredibly hard. I know some bands who, through the two-week break, have had a band practice every night. Every night for two hours. They're getting a break on a Sunday, but every night. That's six six nights worth of band practice for two weeks. You do the math. Yep, two hours each. Oh, man, insane. Insanity. I don't know. You guys are so dedicated. And, yeah, I really hope you get your desserts and everything. Uh, Yeah, with hard work, hopefully you'll get the results. So, hey, I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right. Enough being cryptic, Rab, without naming names. But you guys are listening to the podcast. You know I'm talking about you. Uh, so you, your practice schedule is just insane. And good luck. Good luck coming into the Scottish. I do wish you well. All right. Enough being cryptic. Let's get into it. Starting with Novice Juvenile B. Novice Juvenile B. We have 16 bands in there. And who do I think really are my pick? Now, if anything, there's some bands in here in Novice Juvenile B that I haven't heard yet. I've, I've actively haven't heard recordings from them. Uh, one such band is uh, that Garnock Valley. Haven't heard from them. Tobamori High School. Haven't heard from them either. Uh, so a lot of bands in there actually I haven't heard. First Trun Boys Brigade. Haven't heard them. Uh, so if anything, possibly the band that I would be picking in there, Novice Juvenile B, would be ones that I have heard before and ones that I know have a pedigree and can produce results, such as such as Preston Lodge, North Lanarkshire Schools. I have the MacCals in there as well. We have Brundisland in the district. Of course, the Boggies as well. A lot of real good, strong bands in there in Juvenile B. And if anything, if you come out on top of those bands with 16 in there in the grid, you're going to be doing something right. 
a big, big grade. And if, if anything, looking at your adjudicators, you actually have the same judging panel that's there for grade two. So these guys, you know, they're not going to go easy on you. They have Ross Walker, Samuel Young, Gordon Craig, and the legend, Rab Matheson. Rab Matheson, of course, I think is going to be doing ensemble uh, at the Scottish this weekend. So that'll be... All sorts of interesting because we know that Rab Matheson is a piper and will he be swayed more towards a good pipe chord, a good drum chord? Difficult to know. We've had that argument before about ensemble judges, uh, whether they should be a piper or a drummer or neither, or should they be both? Uh, don't know. But either way, Rab Matheson has been there, done that, has bought the t-shirt, and knows exactly what he's listening for. So, hey, wish him well. So that'll be interesting to see Juvenile B develop. So also onto Novice Juvenile A. Who will our, B, our pick now? Juvenile A has been a very strange grade this year. Uh, Dollar Academy has been expected to stomp over everyone, but has not done so this year. They have not had it all their own way. Of course, they've been kind of battling with George Watson's college. That's been kind of par for the course. But Boghall's been in there in the mix as well, as well as North Lanarkshire schools. So it's been a real interesting grade in there in Juvenile A. I honestly can't pick a winner. It's going to be down to the wire, I would think. You can't honestly take it away from Dollar Academy at the minute, who are just incredible. The Dollar... Whenever you listen to their juvenile band, are just as good as some of the grade one big guns. They blow a massive sound, and their plans as clean as a whistle. Shout out to Dollar. I really wish you the best of luck in Juvenile A. Uh, you'll possibly be my own choice for Juvenile A, to be honest. But also, good luck, good luck to North Lanarkshire and to George Watsons. And to everyone else in that grade, for that matter. Juvenile A will be another one that will be watched with interest. Uh, who's the judging panel for that, actually? Oh, we have Mark Falloon, Kenneth Eller, both piping judges, Stuart Collis for drumming, and we have Nathaniel Russell. There we go. There you go. That's our ensemble judge. All right. Let's kick things off into grade 4B. All right. Now, grade 4B is actually kind of interesting. We were supposed to be kicking things off with the first band on the grass at 2 o'clock, which was Ebrador, Pitt Lockery, and Blair Athol. But that's now not the case. Ebrador, Pitt Lockery, and Blair Athol have been regraded to grade 4A. Hmm. Now, why this happened? Not entirely sure, to be honest. Was it a voluntary move? Or were they pushed? Uh, now, I do remember reading uh, their name out quite a few times, actually, this season so far. Eberdor, Pitlocker, and Blair Athol uh, for doing, yeah, quite well in grade 4B. So whether they were pushed up to 4A intentionally or whether it was requested... I don't know, but it's a very interesting move. This close to the world's. So, mm, here we have Eberdor, Pitlockery and Blair Athol, which could have been one of the favourites in 4B, are now been pushed up to 4A. So I guess we'll see. Hmm. I guess we'll see what way that pans out. Uh, but yeah, looking at 4B, we have 16, well, now 15 bands <laughs> in the grade. Uh, it's going to be... Yeah, I don't know which one to pick in here. So many great bands in here. There's a few actually I haven't heard from yet. There's Greyfriars, Pipes and Drums. I haven't heard them yet. Uh, so I'll need to listen to them if I can find recordings. Also, People's Ex-Servicemen's Pipe Band. I haven't heard from them. Hmm. In fact, yeah, I've actually found it quite difficult to find recordings of them. So I'm going to have to have a juke for those. Uh, so, yeah, out of the 15 bands in there in Grade 4B, who do I think will be my own particular pick... I don't know. We have Strathendrick Pipe Band will be hard to look past. They've had a very strong season so far. But also, 
they have Camelon and District who've been sounding really strong. Uh, Uddingston, Strathclyde as well. They're four four B banners, incredibly strong. Uh, Cooper Angus as well. have also had quite a decent season as well. So I honestly don't know which way to turn. Grade four B. Uh, I don't know. You could throw a dart at a dartboard and any one of those bands in 4B deserves to win it. So 15 bands in total. If you do come on that top five pile, you've done something right. So good luck, everyone in 4B. And your judges here again are Mark Flynn, Ken, Ken Eller, Stuart Cullis, and Nathaniel Russell again. You can think of your name. No, I'm getting myself all mixed up. Rob, what's wrong with you? Are you drunk? No, not drunk. Just can't he read. No, I'm right. I'm right. This isn't stuff that I got wrong. So Juvenile A has the same judging panel as, as Grade 4B. I didn't know that. I learned something new live on the podcast. This is not stuff that I got wrong. Okay. On the Grade 4A, we've 17 bands in there now because Eberdor, Pitt Lockery and Blair Athol have been promoted. So we should have had 16, but it's now 17. So, mm, again... Tons of bands in here that could possibly lift it at any point. We have Stockbridge. We have Cullabacky, actually, who are making the journey. One of the few Northern Irish bands that are actually making the journey. I actually have to comment that. There was no 4A or no grade 4B bands in there from Northern Ireland. I have to stress that. So none of the Northern Irish guys making a trip over. Uh, grade 4A sees Cullabacky. And they're the only ones in there from Northern Ireland. Everyone else in here appears to be from Scotland. Uh, so Kirkcaldy and Districts. I haven't heard from them yet. Uh, of course, Eberdor, Pitlocker and Blair Athol will be one to listen to because of they making that jump. Uh, so they're the first band on in the grade, actually. So I'll be in- interested to hear what they bring to the circle. Uh, very interesting stuff happening with them. Uh, Kinross and District, as well as Rothsay and Mayhall and District, all very strong bands, going to be well worth listening to. Stockbridge, like I've just said. Royal Berta Sterling's Grade 4A band as well, also blowing a big sound. Their drum corps actually sounding incredibly well as well for Royal Berta uh, Sterling. So Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums, I have to give a shout out. I love your tenor core, by the way. Your midsection at Lower Clyde. You guys, mm, fantastic stuff. I really enjoy what you guys are doing at Lower Clyde. Fantastic. Uh, Mid Argyle, uh, who am I going to pick in here? Elgin and District as well. Kelty and Blair Adam. Uh, I don't know. I d- honestly don't know who's going to win this one. Uh, Kulabaki, I think, could be there or thereabouts. They'll certainly, in my opinion, be top three material. Uh, Kulabaki playing very, very well here in Northern Ireland at the moment, sounding incredibly strong. Who do I think will win? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I have not the first clue. Um, I don't know. But I, I can tell you who, who I'll be interested to listen to. I want to see Eberdor, Pitt Lockery and Blair Athol. I want to see what they're doing. I want to see Kil, uh, Kulabaki as well. And also there's few, uh, Stockbridge. I want to see them and Royal Borough. Those bands I've just mentioned already. Those are the bands that I'll be paying attention to. And shout out to Laura Clyde. I love what you're doing at the moment. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. Sounds amazing. And I wish you as well for this weekend. Everyone in 4A again to come out and top on 17 bands. Big grades. Good luck. All right. Into the juvenile, then we have the usual five George Harriet's, George Watson's, Dollar, People's Ford, Boggies, and Preston Lodge. Now, who do we think is going to lift it out of there? I have no idea. Again, this is such a mixed bag. It could go to any one of those bands in there at the minute. Preston Lodge, 
just sound incredible at the minute, but uh, every now and again they just lose that little bit of an edge against bands such as Dollar and George Watson's. We can't take it away from Boghall. Their drum core there, the Boghall Juvenile Band, are just incredible. Awesome stuff. So, yeah, good luck to everyone in that juvenile grid. I think it's going to be a real hard-fought battle. Good luck, everyone. All right. Flying on grid 3B, we have 14 bands in there. Uh, we have Mulgai kicking things off. Danny and Donny Pace. Perth and District. Scottish Borders. Kilmarnock. Airpipe Band Society. Arbroath. Williamwood, Larnacan District, Loch Ryan, Tweedville, uh, Turriff, Oban High School, and Dunbar. Just read you all there. Uh, because I honestly think Grade 3B is the mixed bag of the entire weekend. This is... I don't know. I did say it before. You throw a dart at a dartboard and any one of these bands could win it. Uh, shout out to Denny. Denny and Donny Pace have been sounding really, really well in the Tuning Park. I've actually managed to hear them a couple of times this season. Uh, doing real, real interesting stuff. Uh, I don't know, will they have the material to win it? Hard to know. Airpipe Band Society, again, sounding very strong. Uh, Oban High School will have to be my own particular pick, however, uh, because Oban have just been blowing a massive tone. And when it comes down to sound, Oban, I think, in that grade, have it. Um, sounding incredible. Milgai as well have won quite a... I think they've won quite a few prizes this season uh, with a very strong drum, drum corps. So... I don't know. It's a real mixed bag, this grade. Grade 3B is... Anyone's in there. I really don't know. But again, there's no bands in there from Northern Ireland, so no real threat coming from across the north... from the Irish Sea. So it'll be an all-Scottish affair for the Scottish Championships. So, hmm. Would have been interesting to see some of the Northern Irish big guns going in there, Grade 3B, to see, to try and mix it up a bit. But, hey, it is what it is. We have what we have. So good luck to everyone on 3B. I don't know. It, it is for anyone. But for my own particular pick, the band I'd be listening to with interest this weekend would be Oban High School. So shout out to you guys. All right. Grade 3A then. 16 bands in 3A. And we actually see some Irish and Northern Irish bands in the mix here for a change. Uh, shout out to Battle Hill, who will be travelling from Northern Ireland. Good luck, guys. Uh, we also have the mighty Quinn Memorial. My old guys. That, yeah, go on the Quinn. We also have St. Joseph's, of course, from the Republic of Ireland. And we have St. Mary's Derry Trasna. And, yeah, if you're going to press me out of those 16 bands in there in Grade 3A, who will I be watching? Um, it may not be who you think it's going to be. Actually, I'll be paying attention to St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's Pipe Band, their drum corps has simply been incredible. They've been really, really dominating things here in Ireland. And I think they've actually done incredibly well when it comes to the majors as well. I do believe their pipe corps, however, have been suffering in the prizes. But I do think that possibly during the past two weeks, they may have tweaked things, changed things and up their game. Who knows, we may see a resurgence from St. Joseph's. Uh, also, shout out to St. Mary's Derry Tras. Now, we can't look past them at the minute. They are just simply incredible. An unstoppable machine in Grade 3A. So, good luck to St. Mary's. Also, shout out to Battle Hill, who've been sounding incredibly strong here in Northern Ireland as well. And, of course, the Macals. Mackenzie Caledonia 3A band have been doing incredible things there in 3A. So, very exciting grade. Uh, but, yeah, bands for me that are going to be drawing my attention will definitely be St. Joseph's and St. Mary's Derry Trasna. will be the two real picks for me in that grade. I think it'll be very interesting to listen to them both. All right, let's fly on to grade two. Da, da, da. Grade two, man. This is where it's at now. 
Grade two. Ah, grade two. Nightmare. 17, <laughs> 17 bands in here, including two bands from the Republic of Ireland and from ones in here from Northern Ireland as well. It's grade two. Yeesh. We have Buck and Peterson. Ravara, of course, from Northern Ireland. Klaus Kelt was making the journey as well, so shout out to Klaus Kelt. Uh, I was also running through the list here. We have New Rosson District from the Republic. We also have Manor Cunningham from Donegal will be there as well. Uh, guys, this grade two, 17 bands in there. This is basically a dry run of the worlds without all of the rest of the international visitors. Without everyone from Australia, New Zealand, America and all that kind of thing. There's, this is basically a trial run of the world championships without the overseas bands. So this will be incredibly interesting to see how this all pans out. Of course we can't look past the two big guns from Northern Ireland which will be Klaus Kelt which everyone will be shooting for uh, because Klaus Kelt have just had a dominant season so far and to be honest uh, they have just been on fire. They are unstoppable. <laughs> However we have found in recent weeks that they are stoppable. Ravara Pipe Band managed to defeat them here locally in the All-Ireland Championships and Ravara sound pretty awesome as well, I'm not going to lie. Ravara do sound very strong. And whenever they are on, they are on. But it takes Ravara to kind of find that fifth gear sometimes. I don't know what happens them in the Tunin Park. Sometimes they just seem to really struggle. And they just don't ever get there. And then whenever they hit the line... They try to hit the ground running, but it just doesn't do it. And they're like every other band out there, you can have a bad day. You know, and Rivara have had their share of bad days. But whenever it's on, there's no one can touch them. And I'm going to say that on the podcast. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people will shout at me. But honestly, I think Rivara have had some real strong performances this year. But I can't take it away from Klaus Kelp. The thing that Klaus Kelp have going for them is their tone. Oh, baby, that tone. Now, yeah, I know we are sponsored here by hashtag G1 Reads, but those guys at Kloskel are playing Chesneys at the minute, and they are blowing a big Chesney sound, and it sounds incredible. So well done to Kloskel on their setup and their sound and everything. Of course, having David Chesney at the helm, he knows what he's doing. Uh, Reed maker extraordinaire, he knows what he's doing. So... Yeah, Klaus Kelt, they blow a massive big tone. And their drum core as well have been working incredibly hard. I have to give a shout out actually to their bass core. Uh, their midsection, just doing incredible stuff there. And so very entertaining to watch those guys. Very subtle stuff actually from the tenor core. Uh, and even the bass drummer as well. So very subtle interactions and things. Yeah, things that I may not have caught before. But after the third or fourth listen, you can really kind of hear it. Like even key changes, little subtle movements. Very cool stuff from Klaus Kelp, and yeah, I'd be very interested to hear what they're going to bring. But away from the Northern Irish bands, I will also be listening to the Isle of Islay pipe band. Yeah! Go on, the Islay. Uh, so, yeah, again, their drum corps are kind of a dark horse, picking up a major title there at the UK, I think it was. Yeah, but we haven't heard from them since. So, hey, will we see a resurgence from them again at the Scottish? Don't know. Also, Manor Cunningham will also be there or thereabouts. They're a band that blow a re again another real sweet tone with them. But again, they're drumming uh, something that kind of just drives them through. New Ross and District as well. Their drum corps never to be counted out as well. Uh, they've lifted quite a number of prizes the past couple of seasons. So, yeah, Grade Two gonna be very, very interesting. 
Of course, I'll be interested to see here Oddingston Strathclyde as well, but their new lead tipper in the back line. They've been doing quite well this season, actually. Uh, slowly climbing that ladder and doing things possibly the way people have argued that they should do. They don't want to just step in there and start winning all around them. So, yeah, they've been, you know, progressing, I think, is the word that we'll use for Oddingston. Uh, but, yeah, tons of bands in here. Royal Borough of Sterling, like I've said before, they blow a big tone as well. Stupidly great sound, Royal Borough. And playing is just as clean as a whistle. Sometimes there's a little bit of push and pull between the pipe core and snare line. Uh, but, hey, they've had two weeks now of worth of a break and tons of practice. You never know. There's tons of bands in this grade two that could, uh, on their day, just switch it on and lift the thing. You know, so hey, as much as I'm possibly showing the positive and the negative of these bands, it's anyone's. In grade two, especially, it's such a competitive grade. 17 bands, and I don't know, man, it's going to be insane. And if anything, as we unpack everything from the Scottish, when we start looking towards the big in, everyone will look at the results at Dumbarton and use that as the kind of mark in the sand, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Let's get on to grade one then, shall we? Before we start talking about Marks and Zans. Uh, yeah, grade one, we have the 12 in there. The big 12 that we normally have. We have Inverary in there. We have Johnstone, Police Service in Northern Ireland. Uh, Police Scotland Fife, Scottish Park, St. Lawrence. We have the Bog Hall. We have Glasgow Polis. We have Glasgow Sky, Loman and Clyde, Shots, and then Field Marshal. So, who are our judges, however, I hear you shout. Uh, we have Brian Swatella, I think. Yeah, John Wilson. We have Gregory Dinsdale and Alan Ronaldson. There you go. Or is that, yeah. Have I read that wrong again? No, I haven't read that wrong. I think I've got it right. There we go. There's going to be stuff that Rob got wrong. So, there you go. Grade 1, the usual 12 in there. You can't count out the usual three big guns, of course. You have Field Marshal, Inverary, and St. Lawrence. Those three are going to be tough to topple off that top three spot. As to what order I believe they're going to come in, eh, I don't know. Eh, I don't know. St. Lawrence's drum corps at the minute are proven to be very hard to defeat. The guy, Stephen, knows how to produce a drum corps. And we know that they've already lifted two majors this season so far. And they have certainly found form. The Pipe Corps themselves, I keep saying it, have certainly found their tone this year. And the bands sound incredible. I honestly don't think the recordings that we're getting online from St. Lawrence actually do them justice, to be honest. Um, you know, we're dependent on microphones and stuff. And also to have a set of headphones to listen to them. Uh, it still doesn't get the same feeling with them actually standing in front of you. Does that make any sense? St. Lawrence do that goosebumpy thing for me at the minute. I haven't had a pipe band do that for me in quite a while, but this season, every time I'm listening to St. Lawrence, I get that little hair in the back of your neck kind of thing. You know, the goosebump on your forearm kind of thing. St. Lawrence are doing that this season. They've certainly found their groove this year. I don't know what's going on, but St. Lawrence playing incredibly well. Now, Inverary, of course, we know they can do the business, of course, and it can. Wow, that medley they played at the UK's still has everybody talking, and uh, is incredible. I, I hope they actually whip it out again here at Scottish. I'll be really entertaining. Uh, but do you know what? Grade one is going to be so entertaining because of one thing and one thing only. There are possibly three bands on my radar that I will be watching intently. 
Now, I'm not just talking about the big three, their St. Lawrence, your Inveraries, but a sleeping giant, Field Marshal. Hmm. The reason I'm giving particular mention to Field Marshal Montgomery is because of what they produced at the All-Ireland Championships. Go back, have a listen to our podcast where we had the recordings of Field Marshal and St. Lawrence competing against each other at the All-Ireland Championships. Go back, have a listen and possibly even listen again because listening to Field Marshal and then listening to St. Lawrence, the two bands, I honestly, in my humble opinion for what it's worth, are so close, so close together. At times I've kind of thought, I honestly thought Field Marshal had won there. And then I listened again and thought, ah, well, maybe St. Lawrence did deserve it. You know, they sounded incredible. So I'm flip-flopping here between Slot and Field Marshal. FM are a sleeping giant. And I've said it before. I said it on Fuse last night. A lot of people thought it was funny. Uh, but honestly, do think Field Marshal, who haven't won a major this season, do you remember what happened last year? Yeah, Field Marshal went all season, didn't lift one single major, and then waltzed in there and slapped us all in the teeth with a wet kipper. Yep, that's spiky. That's ours. We're taking it home. See you later. <laughs> Field Marshal won the Worlds last year so convincingly it left no room for doubt. Now, do you think Field Marshal are doing the whole sleeping giant routine again this season? I would argue possibly yes. Because it seems to be with each competition that rolls forward, Field Marshal are continually getting better. Better and better and better. Continually getting better. If anything, their tone seems to be improving. Uh, the act, the clarity in their playing, especially in their MSR work, is, I don't know, you can go back and listen to all the recordings. I honestly think Field Marshal's MSR playing has just come on leaps and bounds. With every single competition, you can hear the differences in their phrasing and strespays and rails. Just ah, top class stuff. Field Marshal Montgomery for me. Now, you guys know I'm an FM fan. I've already said it here in the podcast before. I love some Field Marshal. Um, they are a real sleeping giant for me. They're one band that I will be watching incredibly with a fine-tooth comb and a magnifying glass and all of that stuff. Field Marshal, trust me, will be one of the bands that I'll be watching this weekend intently. Now, as well as watching Field Marshal, there's also another couple of little upstarts that I'll be watching. And of course, looking at the text messages we got on Fuse FM last night, everyone's talking about the Boggies. Boghall and Bathgate have had an outstanding season this year. Wow. Now, do I think Boggies will do well at the Scottish this weekend? Dear God, I hope so. Because, yeah, the rise of Boghall has just been incredible to watch. It's been a real success story so far this season for Boghall. They've been climbing up through the ranks, climbing and climbing. And to see them lift a major would just be the cherry on top of the cake. Now, Boghall, you guys know the drum corps. I am an absolute fan of Gordon and the guys at the back line of Boggies. I think they're just doing incredible stuff. So to see Boghall win a major this season would just be like winning the lotto. It would be fantastic. I would be the first one to start running about, shouting, cheering and whooping. Uh, it's been the longest time for Boggies to actually lift a major, so I want to wish them the best of luck. They do sound incredible, and I know for a fact that the guys at Boghall are working 
incredibly hard. These guys are putting in serious amounts of practice. So the guys at Boghall are working furiously hard. And I wish them well heading into the Scottish. Also, another band that's going to the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall, Scottish Power. These guys have seemed to found a new momentum. Obviously, we always mention this on the show. Whenever you're coming into the Worlds, the big pre-Worlds concert always seems to give you that extra bit of a kick. Because you spend all that time practicing all your concert material. And all that extra practice certainly mounts up whenever you're looking at your competition stuff. So the guys at Scottish Power have been doing some really interesting things in the competition arena, as well as possibly on stage, which I can't wait for, by the way. Have you got tickets for it? Because I can't wait for it. I don't think, oh man, you just can't miss this. Scottish Power on stage, you know, with Rora and every I, I don't know, I've plugged it enough already. You guys know about the big concert. You're going to need to get tickets, trust me. Because Scottish Power could have potentially a chance to lift the Scottish this weekend. And if they do lift the Scottish, uh, will people now be looking at Scottish Power's direction for the big game? Hmm. It's quite possible. It is quite possible. Now, yeah, those are the three dark horses that I will be watching with interest. Scottish Power, Boghall and Field Marshal. Those are the three that I really have my eye on this weekend. I do think, uh, you know, we could see something happen here. However, please don't get it twisted. I'm not taking it away from Inverary or, you know, shots even for that matter. Glasgow Polis have had some real good performances this year. There's tons of great bands in that grade one. Uh, but, you know, St. Lawrence Atoll has already lifted two majors. That's enough for you, lads. You know, <laughs> you know, go in and lift the big in in the world. That's grand. But, you know, the Scottish, make it interesting. Let somebody else lift it and, you know, have me talking about something else. <laughs> don't know i'm only messing uh but yeah it's grade one's gonna be incredibly interesting i think you can't take it away from the big three the st lawrence's your inverary's your field marshals uh but i do think this could be a competition for a dark horse so you could be talking scottish power bog hall and the sleeping giant that hasn't lifted anything yet field marshal could nip in there and lift that top spot grade one is gonna be dead dead interesting now I, like i said Anyone who lifts a championship this weekend, be it in grade 1, grade 2, grade 3B, wherever, those bands who lift a title this weekend in Dumbarton will then now have a gift given to them called Momentum. Now, I've mentioned this before in the show and tried to explain it and put it across, but this is now when the snowball starts to roll down the mountain. Does that make sense? You've won at the Scottish, great. You've got two domestic competitions to get through. And then, whammo, you're in the worlds. You're in the thick of it, but your snowball's rolling. Your tone is flying. You've had weeks and weeks of competition. And there, here it is. You're on the grass in Glasgow. The work is done. Your momentum's flying. Let's just finish the job, guys, and lift that trophy. Now, why is Dumbarton so important? It's because it is used as a milestone by people like me or pundits around the pipe-biping world who use it as a milestone to say where every pipe band is at presently. This is the best kind of marker that we'll get throughout the competitive season to say, right, here are the placings from Dumbarton. We can now look towards the worlds and start to possibly try to predict where we think the chips are going to fall and who's going to lift the big game. Now... Famously, on last year's 
Big Rab Show podcast. We recorded a predictions podcast, and I think I got every single mine, every single one of mine wrong. And I think they've done the same the year before. So yeah, if we are going to do a prediction podcast, please do not put money on using my predictions. Go and make your own <laughs> predictions, and if you want to gamble, gamble sensibly and all of that. Yeah, uh, gambling's not big, not clever, but it's fun, I suppose. Uh, so yeah. Dumbarton this weekend, as much as I keep saying it, this is the most exciting competition in the competitive season. And I do wish everyone heading to the grass this weekend in Dumbarton the very best of luck. Now, as well as ourselves that will be watching with interest, everyone around the world will also be watching with vested interest. Because this is the last time all the UK bands get a chance to have a pop at each other before the introduction of all the overseas bands. And that's when... Yeah, the spanner gets thrown in the works when we introduce the likes of Hawthorne and all these other different bands from around the world. Woo! I can't wait. Oh, man. Worlds 2019 is going to be such an epic competition. I can't wait for the Worlds, man. And we'll talk more about that as we get closer to it, rest assured. Anyway, for us who cannot make it to the Scottish this weekend, do not fear. Because, as always, ourselves and the Big Rab Show team, we have you covered. We will be live streaming all the action from the Grade 1 Arena, plus the all-important results. So if you can't actually physically be there in person, then tune into the Rab Show Facebook page and catch it all live as it happens from the grass. Warts and all, unedited, check it out. All the action will be there. And, uh, yeah, we hope you can join us this weekend. So if you can't actually physically be there... Tune in, watch all of our live streaming this weekend, tell your mates about it. Yep, if you want to see what happens in Dumbarton, tune in to Rab Show and he's got you covered. So yeah, this will be the last major championship actually that we're streaming uh, pending future agreement for 2020 season. So mm, that's yet to be resolved. So that's another topic of the week right there. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, this will be the last major that we're streaming this year. Uh, So the Scottish, so be sure to tune in and catch all the action as it happens. Uh, so a lot of people don't actually realize that we do the results as well. Yeah, we do the results live. So a lot of people rely on services such as Twitter and stuff like that to try and get the results. But why not tune into our Facebook page when you can hear the announcements as they happen live right there and then. So rather than have to sit and read through someone's feed as they're typing them out, then go and get them on our live stream and you'll get them straight away. So, there you go. Hope you can tune into our Facebook page over the course of the weekend to catch all the action from Dumbarton. I want to wish everyone heading the very best of luck. Have a good tune. And please, 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 have fun. (laughs) Now, this is incredibly important. I think over this last two weeks, I have heard so many horrific stories of people almost reaching burnout from the sheer volume of practice and work that they have been putting in over this past two weeks. And I've kind of taken a bit of a personal lesson from this. People, this is a hobby, you know? Winning that world championship is great and everything. It is awesome to lift that trophy and call yourself a world champion when you've earned it. Definitely shout it from the rooftops. But dear God, a lot of you are going to end up in the hospital, you know, with stress-related illnesses and stuff. I don't know, high blood pressure and heart attacks and all of that. It is a thing, you know, so it's a hobby, guys. Enjoy it for what it is, you know, as seriously as some people are taking this. can take it to absolute extremes. So, 
yeah, please take care of yourselves when you're practicing and preparing for these things. There is a happy medium. You do also need some downtime. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, have the best time in Dumbarton. Have yourself an ice cream if it's sunny. Uh, but we all know it's not going to be sunny because it's Dumbarton. The rain always goes sideways in Dumbarton. Uh, so hopefully you all don't get too soggy. Don't forget to take your welly boots and your capes with you because it's Dumbarton. Uh, the rain always pelts down in Dumbarton. So, yeah, it's it's just kind of tradition now isn't it you go to dumbarton you get soaked you spend two weeks drying out and then you go to the world so that's how it always works every season never changes so enjoy your swim everybody in dumbarton <laughs> i honestly think this has been the wettest season uh that i can remember yeah weather wise it's been horrible this year it's just rained the entire time awful stuff anyway that's me for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks everyone for tuning in this week and I honestly want to wish everyone the best of luck at Dumbarton. Don't forget, check our live stream this weekend and uh, yeah, we'll be here next week with a special podcast episode for you to enjoy and uh, yeah, tune into our social media to find out what it's going to be all about. Grant, don't forget head along to our patreon page you can click support and get your hands on tons of extra stuff episodes of big rab show plus that are up there now exclusive for patreon subscribers uh, where we talk about all the backstagey type stuff that we're doing here at the big rab show and what we have plans for the future and yeah we also have exclusive interviews uh videos of performances and different things lots of backstagey type stuff that would never see the light of day here on the podcast or a fuse fm show would never see our social media it's just exclusive for patreon subs so why not become some of the patreon faithful click support and yeah for five dollars a month you can help support the show where we can bring you all of this great pipe bagpiping goodness but plus you can get your hands on tons of extra stuff also like i said if you do want to get your hands on some big rab show merch now is the time to do it grab yourself a rab show shirt or a hoodie or yeah or towels that are very, very popular at the minute. So head along BigRabShow.com and click on the shop icon. And yeah, shop away to your heart's content. In the meantime, that's it for another Rab Show podcast. That's another one in the can, as they say. We'll see you on the podcast here next week. Uh, yeah, good luck everyone in Dumbarton. It's going to be a real interesting weekend's competition. Uh, yeah, we will see you next week, guys. All the very best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>